As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. everyone welcome back to paranormal i am one of your hosts maria duranti and i am your other host nicolina savelli (laughs) (laughs) those are the ghosts (laughs) yeah those are the ghosts (laughs) saying we're not worthy how you been um not bad just you know down a glass of red Just, I've been a real gym rat. (laughs) (laughs) I have been a real gym rat. I've just been a real gym rat. I've been telling everyone that I'm a real gym rat too, and their reactions are quite mixed. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, are you sure? (laughs) You never struck me as a gym rat before. That's the reaction we've been getting. Yeah, I mean, just kidding. Um, <laughs> totally. I have been going to the gym a lot lately. I, but I would. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> just fucking forget it. Just forget um, it. How are right. you doing? I oh, girl. Let's just dive right in. Should I? <laughs> um, I don't know. Should I? I'm thinking of writing a book. I'm gonna call it. Oh, uh, we're at that point of depression. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, been, oh, been there. Oh, okay, okay. I've been there before. Um, then you know, then I lose interest in it because I I write a page and I was just like, oh fuck, my depression won't allow me to commit to this. I was gonna call it. Are you there, Jane? It's me, Marie, because my therapist's name is Jane. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I told her this in our last session and she's laughing and she's like, you should write a book. You're really good at writing. Uh-huh. And then she's like, what are you actually going to call it? And I was like, Hello, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah. Are you it. there, Jane? It's me, Marie. And it was just going to be about my therapy sessions with Jane. But I'm not going to do that because that's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's a working title. It's okay. And you know what else? It's nobody's fucking business anyway. <laughs> wow. She's just a journal that I get to talk to. Yeah. That gives, that, that talks back. Um, Lucky Jane. She thinks I'm so funny. She tells me every time I go in there, she thinks I'm so Are funny. Are you sure these are psychotic episodes that you're having? And... Not an actual. I'll show you the emails. Oh, okay, okay, okay. She loves me. I believe you. 
She's great. Um, yeah, we I don't need know. to it's apologize for something though. We have apologies. Okay, we have apologies. Yeah, we have horoscopes. We have my therapy session. We. Have- <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to apologize in advance for her therapy session. So sorry, guys. Um, no, we have apologies. We have horoscopes. We've got things to do. So I'll go ahead and issue the apology. Um, for anyone who listened to the last episode, you might have noticed that our <laughs> audio cut out right in between Nicolina's story. <laughs> and so I don't know what's wrong with my garage band, which is what we record <laughs> on, but sometimes it'll just stop recording in the middle of it. And then I have to be like, wait, shit, where do we leave off? Go back. And this time we actually had to restart the computer. And when we restarted it, I forgot to change the mic to our actual mic and it was using the computer mic. So the audio was shit and we apologize for that. Yeah. But you know what? It's a learning curve. Yeah. And we're going to get Just there. 33 episodes deep Just learning curve. 33 episodes deep. Ooh, we have to give a big shout out to, who? to Max. He's our first Patreon. Oh, yeah. Max, you G? Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. You G. He's obviously a G. Angel, I know. Yeah. He's sweet angel. Our first Patreon. So I've been thinking that we should like merch it up or something. Merch it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like make some merch for our Patreons. Maybe send us guys what you want. Yeah, we should have a poll. Okay, that's what we'll do. We'll put up a poll on the paranormal Instagram. Yeah. And you guys let us know. We'll put up a bunch of little options for you. Sounds like a good idea. We'll do that. Um, speaking of which, we have Instagram, so follow us on Instagram. Our last post got, like, basically, Five? like, we went viral. It was all- <laughs> <laughs> So. It's not. <laughs> it got, like, close to 600 likes, which is weird because we only have 100 followers. 114 <laughs> followers to so- date. <laughs> But yeah. we also haven't really been like plugging it. So I'm no. kind of proud because really we only had all those... organic likes. Yeah, they really were all organic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got like almost 600 likes on that one, that one fucking post. And I was like, people love us. Like us? <laughs> what? Wow. I thought it was, I legitimately thought it was just my sister that listened to us. <laughs> and I'll know when she's listening because she'll just text me quotes that she thinks oh are funny God, on the no. podcast. <laughs> She's funny. Um, so yeah, we have Instagram, we have Twitter. It's at paranormal pod underscore yeah, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. At paranormal pod on Instagram. So please follow us and continue liking those posts. Um, Share, like. Um, and yeah, Patreon was um, patreon.com uh, slash paranormal pod. And we have an official email address which is paranormalpod at gmail.com. And we've got some hometown haunts that people have submitted that we can't wait to read to you tonight. Um, I guess we can kick this off then with... You go with yours, I think, first. Horoscope. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll read your horoscope yeah, do first. That. Okay. It's going to be a treat. This is daily. Whew, yeah. This is the daily horoscope. Oh, okay. Leo, if there's something interesting that you want to try, go for it. Adventure brings excitement, creative flow, and energy, and these are essential to you. Yours is a highly artistic nature. 
Continual stimulation is required to keep your psyche healthy. Experience something new today. Even if it's just a walk to a place you've never been, it will give you the adrenaline you need. Hmm. You did try something new today. My fucking Botox nose. (laughs) But it wasn't. It was like, so like, I went to like a cosmetic place to get something done. And then they were like, no, 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 honey, you don't need that. We're going to do something else. Which, like, she said would just, like, be, like, a little pinch, but it was, like, in a weird spot, and mm-hmm. it was kind of painful, and then I fucking fainted, and then she was, like, oh, shit, and then it was just, and then some little kid came in the room, my eyes were closed, and she, he was, like, is she okay? Who is this little Because she asked the lady in the lobby to fan me, um, and the lady had a kid with her, and the kid's, like, oh, shit, like, oh and I was, like, God. I couldn't move, I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, I didn't tell you that part because I was like, yeah, I didn't know how to to break it to you that a yeah. child was traumatized. So you today. did it live on air? What is Yeah, this? I did. Just save I just saved some stuff for this. So you get your authentic no. reaction. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did do that, but that wasn't like I mean, I guess it's new. I went it was a new place. There you go. So Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. New. There you go. Um, I feel like I've done some other new things, though, like lately. I just can't think of them right now. I'm pretty tired from all the new things I've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking to hot babes online all day. Yeah, we're talking to hot babes online all day. Um, Okay, good. Yeah. So that rang true for you then? Yeah, I would say that. It's pretty, yeah. (laughs) This week is pretty new. New things have happened, for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Get ready for the Gemini. Short one. It was short, yeah. So it's yours. Okay. If there's... What? If there's something you want to take on, Gemini, today is the day. The celestial aspects will see an increase in physical and mental strength that can work wonders for you. Put any insecurity or lack of confidence in the trash and take the steps you need to tackle your project or goal. You have the ability to make sound judgments, so put your trust in this talent. Take steps to what you want. This is such a fucking lie. I'm so angry because as I told you already today, I sat, the thing about insecurities or whatever, Yeah. I sat in front of the mirror Yep. and audibly out loud told myself that I wasn't good enough. Yes, but it's telling you to stop thinking that way. Well, what are you going to do? So you should have just so read throw it this in the trash. First. You're right. I should have, but I was saving it for, for this moment. Yeah. Well, now you're throwing it in the trash. Tackle my goals? What are, like, wow. I tried to. It didn't work. You went to the gym. I did go to the gym today. So, you tackle, put your insecurities aside and went to the gym. Goal. Well, I went to the gym first. Okay. You, you don't feel <laughs> insecure after, but okay. Fine, whatever. It's fine. Okay, great. 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 Moving on. Moving along. Moving the fuck on. Um, I think you went last last week. I did go. No, I went or last first. time. That's what I meant. You went first last time. Yeah. Um, so this week we have a theme. <laughs> girl um, on girl, boy on boy. Alien on alien. <laughs> ghost on ghost. That was my favorite. Yeah. Alien on alien. <laughs> I was like, whoa, my God. Um, okay. So our theme this week. Yes. Haunted paintings or cursed paintings. Yeah. So I'm going to do the 
curse of the crying boy painting. So the crying boy was one painting and a series of paintings by the artist Giovanni Bragolin, Bragolin, Brag, whatever, completed in the 50s. And the series was uh, basically young children that were teary-eyed or were crying. Um, and they were really, really popular, even though it was like, who the fuck wants a picture of a crying child? Yeah, kind They of were really, really popular, perverse. though. Yeah. And in the UK, they sold over 50,000 copies of this fucking painting. Mm-hmm. Um, or of these paintings. Right. But one of them particularly... Um, was really popular. He had a really sad reflection in of his soul is how the painting is described. And they he became known as the crying boy. Um, in total, the artist painted over 60 paintings and up until the early 80s, prints and reprints of the images uh, still continued to be mass produced. Okay. So in 1985, a tabloid newspaper, and it's actually the most popular tabloid newspaper in the United Kingdom wrote a story uh, that ended up causing panic uh, and ended the popularity of Raglan's work. Uh, So the newspaper was the sun or the, yeah, the newspaper was the sun and they published an article called the blazing curse of the crying boy. Um, And the story uh, that they told was the experience of May and Ron Hall after their home was destroyed by a fire. The cause of the fire was a chip pan, so like fries in the oven, Mm -hmm. that overheated and burst into flames. The fire destroyed everything on the ground floor, but only one item remained intact, and it was a print of the crying boy on their living room wall. Um, Yes. So they were obviously distraught, and they made a really bizarre claim that the painting was cursed and that that the painting was the cause of the fire, not the chip pan. Since it survived the inferno. Right. And um, honestly, like this story probably would have just like disappeared and been not, not a thing at all, except for the fact that a firefighter came forward and he claimed that he had attended at least 15 house fires where everything was destroyed and the only thing that was left complete in every home was a picture of the crying boy. What? Yes. What? Yes. So before long, the story, right? Before long, the story got like really popular and a rash of fires all over the United Kingdom were blamed on this painting. But wait, this firefighter was at every single one? He was at 15 different fires. That involved this painting. And that painting was at 15 different fires. This fucking firefighters lighten these fires, I bet you. And then placing the painting amongst the rubble. Yeah. (laughs) That's my theory. Anyway, continue. Okay, so let's let's dive into that theory. Because (laughs) because now I've got a list of claims here from people. Okay. So a lady in Surrey lost her house to a fire six months after buying her painting. Mm Mm-hmm. Two sisters in Kilburn had fires in their homes after buying a copy of the painting. One sister even claimed to see that her painting was swaying back and forth on the wall. A concerned lady on the Isle of Wight attempted to burn her painting. It wouldn't burn. Okay. And then she went on to suffer a run of bad luck. Mm -hmm. A man in Nottingham lost his home and his family were injured. 
A pizza parlor in Norfolk, Norfolk was destroyed, including every single painting on its wall, except this painting. What? Yeah. And um, when this newspaper reported it, uh, that even rational firefighters refused to have a copy of The Crying Boy in their homes, the reputation of the painting was damned forever. So in all of these cases and in a lot of other ones that were reported, the painting uh, always remained unharmed. And eventually, if there was if eventually if there was an image of a crying child by any artist in a house that was burned, uh, the painting was always the the thing that they blamed. Mm -hmm. Some people claimed that they experienced bad luck if they tried to destroy or get rid of the paintings. Um, And other people were convinced that it was only a matter of time before disaster struck them. After printing more articles and scare stories, The Sun offered a frightened public a solution. On Halloween in 1985, hundreds of the paintings were collected together by the newspaper, and they were burnt under the supervision of the Fire Brigade. So the Fire Brigade came out, wow. burnt these all. And they burned. They were I guess they, I guess they were able to burn in this. Maybe they poured gasoline on them. Yeah, I don't they know. did some extreme yeah. method of burning. Right. Yep. Um, so theories ranged from this little boy in the painting being a gypsy kid, gypsy kid, gypsy child, whose family placed a curse on, curse on the artist. Some people said that the child had died in a fire. His spirit was trapped in the painting. Um, but the one that kind of stuck was that the crying boy had accidentally set fire to the studio of the artist that painted him. The child's parents had also been killed in a fire. Whatever um, or wherever the little orphan went, fires followed, earning him the nickname Diablo or Devil. And uh, he supposedly survived to early adulthood, but was killed when his car crashed and burst into flames. So... This guy's just a uh, fire shatter. Yeah, he's a little pyromaniac. Yeah, pyro. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, this little guy. We'll post a picture of him on our Instagram. It's pretty cute. He's a cute little dude. Yeah. I feel bad for him. So like there was a hundred of these paintings of just him in different people's homes. Yeah. Okay. And like lots and of them All were, of them were cursed. Well, yeah, they were all burning. They were all burning down people's homes. Yeah, I get it. I just... Like, I'm just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I believe you. All right. I wonder if like the oils like were like what like fire resistant. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, was, that's exactly. I was like, okay, so it was made with like fire, fire retardant materials. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think too. That's absolutely yeah. what I think. But thanks for fucking ruining. Sorry. It. No, it's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, our listeners. <laughs> might deduce the exact same thing i don't know maybe all right but it's still a fun story i remember it's totally a fun story i remember hearing it when i was younger and being like terrified yeah for sure so as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, okay. Mine's a little... Mine's also a painting, a haunted painting. Um, This one is called... um, It's by Bill Stoneham. And it's called The Hands Resist Him. Um, so the photograph Bill Stoneham's parents took of him when he was five years old, wasn't worth a thousand words. It was worth a million nightmares. Um, so at the time Stoneham's father was in advertising and did quite a bit of traveling. The family was staying at his grandmother's apartment in Chicago to save money. And the place was so small that Stoneham was forced to sleep on a mat in a closet filled with dresses, coats, and hats. So like Harry Potter, like back in the day right basically um stoneham said that it was like not being in a room at all it was like being an article of clothing um he regularly played outside with one of the girls from the neighborhood during one of these occasions his parents had both had both kids pose in front of a glass door for a photograph they couldn't have known that two decades later stoneham would transform the mundane childhood photo into a terrifying painting that has become the stuff of internet legend so this photo, if you search online, is has a lot of memes created and YouTube videos around it. So mm-hmm. in case you want to get some internet, 4chan, Reddit commentary on it, <laughs> go for it. Um, so it's called go The Hands Resist Him. And since Stoneham finished the work in 1974, three people associated with, with it have died. Um, countless followers of 4chan's Paranormal Portal, Reddit's Creepy, Excyclopedia's Dramatica, Creepypasta Wiki, and other corners of the web devoted to this unsettling and unexplainable truly believe the painting is haunted. Um, so a lot of people say they refuse to look at it, study the picture for more than like five seconds. It creeps me the fuck out. I actually purchased a print of this painting from his website. I put it on display in my living room. And man, that thing made everyone who saw it uncomfortable. People actually would stop coming over because of it. I ended up taking it down due to popular demand. And now it's under a cloth in my jam pad. Who said that? Someone on um, 4chan. Oh my gosh. Or Reddit. Sorry. Someone on Reddit said That's that. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so this is the story of how the hands resist him went from a photograph of an innocent child um, to an image that haunts the internet's collective nightmares. Okay. The year was 1972. And Stoneham's first wife, Roan, had just penned a poem called Hands Resist Him. It was about Stoneham's experience of being adopted and never knowing his biological siblings. At the time, the couple lived in California. Stoneham was under contract with gallery owner Charles Feingarten to produce two paintings a month for a fee of $200 each. 
With his next deadline looming, Stoneham seized upon his wife's poem and that 20-year-old photo from Chicago for inspiration. The hands were all of the possibilities, Stoneham explained. You were, you were left with the question, are these disembodied hands? Are they dismembered, floating there in space? Or are they connected to bodies? Stoneham wrapped up his contract in 1974 with a large gallery show put on by Fine Garden. There, The Hands Resist Him was purchased by actor John Marley, who was famous for his role as the movie producer in The Godfather, and the character most people remember for a scene where he wakes up to find a severed dead horse in his bed. So that was that's the guy who purchased the, oh, the photo. Okay. That gallery show also led to the painting's first press mention, a review in the Los Angeles Times by noted art critic Henry Seldes. Between 1978 and 1984, three of the men closest to the hands resist him died. So Seldes in 1978, Fine Garden in 1981, and Marley in 1984. So the art collector, yeah. the art critic, and yeah. the one who purchased the painting oh all died within six years of each other. Um, Mysteriously or like tragically or um, I think or does it say? It doesn't really say, um, but they weren't. Like, it was within, like, a year of, like, the art critic was, like, two months after. Oh, my goodness. He wrote it. And it was, like, so he wasn't sick. Like Yeah, it was, yeah. And then the the art critic was, like, a year, within a year. Oh, my goodness. I mean, the art, the gallery owner. So they weren't sick when they witnessed this photo and now, like, this painting. And now, right. all of a sudden, they're just dead. Oh, my goodness. Um, dead. Dead. Uh, it would be another 26 years. This is That's not even the creepy part of this. It gets creepy when it resurfaces. Okay. So it would be another 26 years before Stoneham heard of this, his painting again. Unbeknownst to him, it had been abandoned behind a California brewery turned art space. So in 2000, the paint resurfaced in a listing on eBay. The family selling it wrote a horror story of a product description that reads something out of a bad Stephen King knockoff. Oh, no. When we received this painting, we thought it was a really good, we thought it was really good art, the eBay seller wrote. At the time, we wondered a little why a seemingly perfectly fine painting would be discarded like that. Today, we don't. One morning, our four and a half year old daughter claimed that the children in the picture were fighting and coming into the room during the night. Oh, no. So the father of the young girl set up a motion sensitive camera in her room to show his daughter there was nothing to be afraid of. Instead... He saw the boy crawl from the painting. No. The last two pictures purport to show the doll coming to life and using a gun. So there's a picture. It's the boy. And then he's beside a doll who's holding a battery. And then all of a sudden her battery turns into a gun. Shut up. On his motion sensor camera. Do they have like still frames of this? Yes. So we'll have oh to post those. Um, okay. Using a gun held in her hand to force the boy to leave the painting. Oh my Yeah. <laughs> These details proved to be a huge draw for buyers. <laughs> the eBay listing was viewed more than 30,000 times. Some of these viewers even complained to the seller about experiencing supernatural occurrences after merely visiting the listing. Shut up. Okay, I, show, but I didn't laugh at it. I didn't laugh. No, right? You didn't no. see the listing, though. It's taken down Still, now. Still, though, I'm forever. There is a version of it, though. Available, so we'll post that as well no, for anyone who no, wants I'm to be. Afraid. I don't want to look at it. Yeah, one reported hearing an exorcist type voice along with a blast of hot air. Another reported that he became ill while viewing the painting and had to burn white sage to cleanse his house afterward. Another reported blackout mind control experiences. 
By the time the painting was sold to gallery owner Kim Smith for $1,025, its legend had spread across the internet. A month after the eBay auction ended, Smith spoke with paranormal website surfingtheapocalypse.com about life, life after purchasing what had been known as the haunted eBay painting. She said, I wish I could report a bizarre happening or my possession type thing, but the unusual thing started happening with the first email and counting. Smith said in 2000, prayers and quotes from the scriptures from a man of faith, advice of how to cleanse my resistance of this evil thing from a Native American shaman in Mississippi, reports of people being repulsed, made physically ill or suffering from a blackout mind control experiences. So she was getting all of these emails from emails people. from people from like seeing this that she had purchased. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Today, the painting rests in a storage pocket in Smith's Gallery in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Documentary filmmaker Greg Gibbs has been in Grand Rapids since Tuesday. Oh, so this is a sorry. It's okay, I don't care. So they film. They filmed a documentary on the history of the painting, which I believe is available online. Okay. Um. And a feature film by director Darren Kyle O'Neill is also in the works and I think is now also available. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it I looked up the reviews. The reviews aren't great about the <laughs> film. Obviously, it wasn't a huge hit, but okay. it will give you some perspective. I'm sure the YouTubers will give you more perspective on yeah, it anyway. Yeah. So um so one of the most memorable occasions was in 2007 when about a dozen men ranging in age from 14 to 60 came to see it. Okay. 20 seconds passed and just silence, Smith said. And then someone said, that's creepy. Great. Smith recently received a low six-figure offer from the, for the painting, but turned it down. Nothing has ever been to the point where I considered serious. It kind of got its own mystique that's growing here. Um, to this day, Stoneham 67 still receives a handful of messages e each week from people terrified by the haunted eBay painting. Oh, God. We live in an age of science, of revelation, and hard realities and hard facts, but we are still drawn to the myster mysteries, Stoneham said. And what is more mysterious than paintings? More than any other project, paintings are a one-of-a-kind thing created by someone using their hands. And sometimes those hands create something that terrifies people for decades. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Jesus. So that one's... The gun is hilarious because it's like this little this baby little girl doll girl. holding this battery. Oh my and, god. And then it like she just fucking points him out of the painting. And he, in some accounts it says that he crawls out of the painting. So like they see him crawling out. And they have still frames of him crawling out of the painting. I don't know if they have those, but they I think they have still frames of the the weapon like changing. What was the thing called again? The something hands? The hands resist him. The hands. Did you look at it? Like No, I didn't look at it. I was at work. I didn't want to friggin' open okay. that shit up. I don't want to. No, I'm not going to look at it. Yeah, that's so scary. So how am I going to post it on Instagram if I'm not looking at it? I have to save it to my phone? Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But like this four-year-old girl is like, dudes. Oh my God. They're fighting. And she's like, they're fighting. And like... <laughs> <laughs> why would she think that oh my god they're fighting because he was she was making him get out of the painting with a gun yeah oh my god oh god oh i don't want to go to bed now uh <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't well, want to buy a painting ever again now ever ever again oh you want to um i guess we have the hometown haunt oh that was something else i was gonna say right um so 
when I used to do this podcast by myself, I did this thing called the hometown haunt, which would be like whatever city listened to us the most, right? Over the last two weeks, I would pick like a famous haunting from their town and I would read that. Right. But then they started referring to hometown haunts as like the emails that people send in to us. So a lot of people, so when I posted the Instagram story being like, get your hometown haunts in. Yeah. People were just like, were just replying um, with their hometown, like do a hometown from this city, from this city, from the city. And oh. I was like, no, no, like write in. Write in, yours, yeah, yeah. Because that's now what the hometown haunt is going to be called. Got it, right? got it. So it's for your personal stories, the hometown haunt. Also, um, um, oh my God, on our last episode, we were talking about if it snows in Australia. Yes. Okay, hold on. Let me read you the message I got. So I got a message from concrete underscore lung. FYI, it snows in Sydney, not in the center. There are mountains and ski resorts in them. They are not man-made. Oh, okay. Yeah, not as in capitals. Glad your podcast is back. Peace. And I was like, thanks. We'll be sure to clarify that on the next well, episode. Well, I, I was going to say, like, they, they didn't tell me they were man-made. So I assumed there was something. No. When but they didn't tell I, me that it was in Sydney. They said it was somewhere else. Yeah, no. When I was speaking with my cousin from Australia, from what I understood, they were man-made. But maybe I was just misunderstanding what she was saying. Sure. And I'm sure there are areas where they're man-made because they're literally man-made here, too. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, but I I swear it was the capital. It wasn't Sydney that they said there was snow. Yeah. So well, they're everywhere. There's more than one place that has snow. Yeah. Listen, look. We get it. We get it. All right. Thank you for letting us know (laughs) because we need that. And um 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 um, that was I think that was it. So hometown haunts. Now when I say hometown haunt or when we talk about hometown haunts, we we want your story. Your story. Yes. Okay. So you got a hometown haunt. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm re- I'm reading it from. I sent it to our. That's okay. The Gmail account. Yeah, I don't. Have I'm reading to... it. I'm reading it from the Gmail. You're gonna like, read. No, it. you read it out loud. But I'm following along. Okay. Well, I gotta <laughs> find it now. Here, do you want to just take my? Laptop yeah. Then? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Jesus. Okay, so this was in um, Hamilton, Ontario, Woo-hoo. Canada. So where we are from. Um. So it's from a guy named chad um and he's michael murray <laughs> chad michael murray <laughs> is yeah hamilton native <laughs> chad michael murray. imagine we just start a rumor that chad michael murray <laughs> he'd be like hamilton. these bitches are fucking promoting the Do wrong you remember, we're gonna I'm get sorry. a really scathing email next week <laughs> I'm sorry, we will get back to this in like one okay, second. Okay, go for it, yeah. Do you remember, there was a time where on Facebook, somebody was, I think it was someone that worked at the Casbah, but they kept posting shit and starting rumors that like different celebrities were at the Casbah. Yes, <laughs> that was my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yes, that was my ex-boyfriend, also I named didn't... Chad, not Michael Murray. I didn't know it was yeah. him. Yeah, it was him. It was him. Oh 
Him and his cronies. Yeah. 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 He said like, I think it was Ryan Gosling. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Which was like, I think the first one they ever did, which that was possible because he's from Burlington. So we were like, which is only like 15 minutes away. Yes. So everyone. That was, that was my ex-boyfriend did that. <laughs> and that's why I dated him because I was like, you know what? If you can, if you can manipulate an entire city, you can sure as hell manipulate <laughs> me. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, haven't we? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, so That's staying in. <laughs> so I'm calling this hometown Oni because that's what the subject line is. Why did you put Oni? Because it means oh, it demon. means something. I'm sorry, I didn't know that. Go on. Okay. So anyway, okay. So um, I was with two friends, and there was a really big thunderstorm a couple couple summers ago. And my friend was really into demons and stuff and weird stuff would happen in his house all the time. So that night we decided to make a homemade Ouija board. Well, he used red. Yeah. You know, just, let's do it. Casual. Yeah. Casual. Totally he used red nail polish on a big piece of cardboard. <laughs> we put a peg in simple that represented good. He forgets what it was. Okay. So we were playing and we were getting hits, but nothing really serious. Like, they're, you know, they were just getting some hits. You like know, there was some I casual was- ghosts. There's some casual gym rats coming through the board. Yeah, yeah. But then we get this one entity. We ask it how strong it was. It immediately went to an eight. Now, I've never used a Ouija board, so I don't know what that that means. But I think eight seems high. Pretty high. I would assume (laughs) 10 is the highest. (laughs) Um, Imagine they're like on a scale from one to four. 50,000, I'm an eight. I'm an eight. So, so you, I'm pretty weak. Yeah, no, I think it's um probably high. We asked oh. it a couple questions that I don't remember. And then we asked its name. And it spelled out Oni. Okay. Which means demon in Japanese. No. No. A Japanese demon. A Japanese demon. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so excited. You're way I just had an image of like some. I know, like a scary Japanese demon. Then my friend's cat walks near the board while we're playing and won't touch it at all. Walked right around it and only laid on the pagan symbol. So like the good. The good symbol. The good symbol, yeah. And stayed there. So then it starts moving on its own. Spelling in cat locks. Well, that's how he spelled it. So they had upper and, oh, he spelled it. He just spelled it in cat locks. Kill Joel. Kill Brad. No. So Joel is his friend's dad's name and Brad is his friend's name or some, or it says, which are my friends and his dad's name. So kill Joel, kill Brad, kill his dad and the friend. So fast without hesitation, we were barely touching the rig. Um, so it was just like going off, I guess, like kill Joel, kill Brad, kill Joel, kill Brad a bunch of times. Jeez. So we moved the rig to the goodbye part of the board. Well, doy. Yeah. Um, and, and stop playing because we were all shook and the energy was so strong. It was the fastest moving one I've ever seen. And it was fully with us. The end. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah. There's some fucking... He doesn't seem that concerned. No, I guess I mean, like, he probably hasn't had any experiences since then. But my God, my aunt told me that she... Like, we were talking about... We were talking about stuff like this at the dinner table, which is like always a risky game to play with a Roman Catholic family. But um, my aunt told me that she used to play with a Ouija board and she used to play alone. Oh my God. And it would move by itself, she said. And the one time, 
I think she said the last time she played with it, they were at her. I could be getting this story very, very wrong. Okay. But from what I remember, they might have, or maybe I'm getting two stories melted into one because her sister, my other aunt, her, she lived in a house that was haunted. Okay. My mom, who's like, my mom would never lie to me about something like that. She also, my mom would lie. If my mom were to lie about it, she would lie to be like, it wasn't a ghost. It right, was a right, right. She would never go for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, my mom, my mom told me it was haunted. She was there when like had stuff had happened. I think my other aunt said that she was playing with the Ouija board at, at my, at her sister's house, but it could have been anywhere else. And she said that the, um, what's it called? The pension? What? I don't remember what the thing is called. That I don't know what it's I'm called I'm pretty either. sure it's called a pension flew off oh. of the board and across the room. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. that's scary as shit. She's like, that's the last time I ever fucking touched one of those. And wow. She gave us a very stern lecture about never touching one ever. Yeah, I and feel I like, like I've yeah, seen too many never weird shit with that, like just from movies that I'm like never even opening one, like no, never, no. No, don't play it around me. I don't want to play it around you. I don't want to play with it at all. Yeah, fair. No, thank you. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, just if you have any more Ouija board stories for us to tell so that we don't have to. Maybe we'll do a Ouija board episode next. That's, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a, the Warrens have a Ouija board thing. Story? Yeah. Great. We'll do that and we'll do another one. But send us your Ouija board stories, paranormalpod at gmail.com. Or you can just DM us on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. Or our personal ones. Um, which are linked in the bio for Paranormal's Instagram. Um, okay. I think we should end the episode with our new game that we're going to play at the end of every episode. <laughs> Can't wait for this. <laughs> this is so good. So we're going to play a game at the end of every episode. And this one's Fuck, Mary Kill. And we decided to do Fuck, Mary Kill with horror uh, iconic horror movie villains. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. <laughs> you go first because I want to make sure mine are, are. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so fuck, marry, or kill. <laughs> okay. What? I'm just imagining who I would pick of any of those <laughs> people. Fuck, marry, or kill. Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> okay. Pennywise the clown. Oh my god. <laughs> Or um, Samara from The Ring. Oh my fucking god! I'd marry Samara probably because yeah. she's like got a ring. She's also young because she's got a ring already. <laughs> she's got a ring. She's um, also young, so like you don't want to like have sex with her. She's a kid, and then also yeah, no. <laughs> and you don't want to kill a child. Right? No, I don't want to kill it. No, I couldn't kill a child. No. Um, I would probably. Who was the first one? Hannibal Lecter. I would probably fuck Hannibal Lecter. Okay. And kill Pennywise. Pennywise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I yeah. think that's a good, yeah. I For think sure. That was, easy. Yeah. that was easy. That was easy. Okay. <laughs> I think the fun in this is more naming the, the people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. I'm doing, I'm going to fuck, marry, or kill um, Chucky. Um, Norman Bates. Okay. Oh, gross. Okay. 
this is gonna be hard for you, I think. Okay. Um, or Michael Myers. Okay. I'm gonna kill Norman Bates. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah, because yeah. that whole thing with his mom, just not yeah. I'm not okay with it. No. I need you to go away. No. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna kill Norman Bates. I'm gonna marry Chucky. <laughs> Yeah, the youngster always gets the marriage proposal. And he seems like a little bit of a good time. Like, you could live with him. And I guess I'd have to fuck Michael Myers, but I only oh, chose... Oh, he's like, honestly, my dread... Oh, he's just ginormous, though. Oh, my right? God, don't talk about him. <laughs> you brought him up. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have. You're so upset. I'm so terrified by um, by anything. Because like if him. Chucky ever like tried to fuck with me, I could just like <laughs> just kick him. Yeah, like, as <laughs> one guy said to us on Paranormal. Oh my god! Did you see no. those comments? No. Okay, so on Instagram, I, there's a photo of the Annabelle doll, and I guess someone who does not follow our podcast, their friend who does follow our podcast, yeah. Tag tagged them, them. yes 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 and then he was like why the fuck do you tag me in this shit so then <laughs> i was just being like just like a like a being an antagonizer yeah and i was like oh like you don't like annabelle and then he was like oh she's not that scary anyways and then <laughs> i was like oh but she likes you <laughs> irresponsible oh my god <laughs> I fucking responded. This, I laughed so hard. Uh, I'll just yeet her in the bin if she comes to my house. Anyone who says yeet for anything is I'll on just, my list of friends. I'll just yeet her in the bin. So if Chucky tried yeet to fuck with me, I would just yeet him in the bin and Yep, okay. I feel like Mike Myers might be packing some heat because he's so large. Oh my god. So I'd have to have sex with him. <laughs> yeah, he might be. Right? Because Norman Bates would like dress you up like his mother. And like, I'm not down. <laughs> like, I'm not down for that. Showbiz. Baby. I'm not down for that <laughs> That's showbiz baby. <laughs> you got it. Uh, yeah, th those are my choices. Okay. Good? D good, I loved it. Would you have killed Mike Myers, I assume? I think I probably would have killed Mike Myers. Okay, that's fine. I don't know if I would have fucked Norman Bates, though. No, so you'd fuck Chucky. I could <laughs> I wouldn't marry Norman Bates. Is it, just, I'm glad it wasn't my choice. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't have to make those choices. That's what I will have to say. Amazing. Okay, cool. Well... That's about it for this episode. What a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, we hope you enjoyed that. Please, guys. If you want to send us some fuck, Mary kill options. <gasps> oh, and also, like, it doesn't have to be horror. No, like, horror it, could be like, it could be, like, famous ghosts or whatever. Like, give whatever. us ideas. Like Casper. For... Like, I totally marry Casper. Oh, my God. I would marry him so hard. I love him. I would marry Sawa. fuck and... Just marry and fuck him. Oh, yeah. I would not kill like him. Like Devin Sawa, though. He's dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Devin Sawa, because I loved him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Send us those suggestions. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe. 
to our podcast. And um, we're not on Spotify yet. No, we're not. We're going to have to discuss how, how to go about that. And um, you can follow us again. I'll say it again. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is at paranormal pod. Twitter is at paranormal pod underscore. You can follow our personal accounts. Yeah. Michalina Savelli. Splendora underscore. And email us. Fuck, Mary kill options. <laughs> themes for the fuck, Mary kill game. Merch. No, we're going to do what polls. Type of, we're in, or email it, whatever. I'll do a poll too. Okay. And um, yeah. Hometowns. Hometowns. And donate to us on Patreon because we're poor. Cool. And that's it. Stay spooky. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>